Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 158. That is 158. It is the ENS Wolves podcast. I'm your host. It is Mr. Nathan Tudor, of course, joined by... Um, what, what, where would you say you live, Joe? What's, what's the area? What's it called? Willinall? No, uh, I'm Wolverhampton now. Are you Wolverhampton now, are you? Is it, is it, is it, is it not on Willinall Road? No, on the Stafford Road. Oh, yeah, that's it. I don't really, you, you know, people know by now that I need a sat-nav to get round everywhere. You know, that's the first thing I've heard around Wolverhampton, so, you know, naturally I'll I'll go straight to it. It's Wolverhampton then. So you're from, from Wolverhampton itself, from the city of Wolverhampton, how is Mr. Joe Edwards? Uh-huh. Don't say, do not say to me, my cat <laughs> is asleep. I want more than that. I, you know, I built you up. You're in the city of Wolverhampton itself, um, mulling you a stone's throw away. What's going on? Joe Edwards. The sun is shining, beaming into the room. I am absolutely on cloud nine. Uh, now, I'd be lying if I said that, to be honest, mate. I'm, I'm fed up of being fed up, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. I'm kind of... Ex- I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit giddy this week. I'm a little bit happy. What, I'm a little what, bit. Why? Well, we had something to report on May a couple of days ago. Well, not, yes, yeah, just might that, not have been the best. Yeah, might not have been the best story. But and, and probably people listening are like, "What are you talking about, Judah?" But but for for us and and the lack of content, and you can see some of the stuff we've been writing. You can see that it's quiet, <laughs> but uh, you know, just something happening is 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 kind of nice and with. You know, we're going to talk about it in the future and, uh, you know, in the future of this podcast or coming up and, and, and players starting to come back and, you know, um, lockdown is still lockdown, but there's a, there's a few little, few, a little bit of easing. I, I'm trying to be positive, mate. I'm trying to be positive. I need the positive vibes from you. We've got, we've got about 58 minutes together today. I need, I need you firing. I'll try. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. That's that's about as best as I can promise. Mate, Starbucks is open today. Oh, apparently, well, that's what I've Oh, heard you'd of. you'd be loving that then. Well, yeah. well, I've never drank so much coffee. I must admit, on lockdown, like this is my fourth cup of coffee of the day, and I do like a good coffee. But I'm drinking probably yeah at least three a day, if not four. I when you got one of those Nespresso's and stuff. It's just so easy to bang a couple of capsules in and uh, take it upstairs to the old office. So. I am loving that. I tell, well, I'm playing golf this evening. I mean, ah, uh, that's that's why you that's I'm why you're all golf. excited then. I'm playing golf. We've got a tee off time at about five o'clock. Um, so we're going to a nail coat. I think it's nail coat hall, um, and it's like I mean, some people. I'm sure there's plenty of little plenty of people like a like a like a round of golf. This is it's only nine holes, and I, I think it's only like par threes and maybe the odd par four but it's like a mini championship course so they designed it to be like famous holes um around the world so it's, it's a really nice cute course they have a lot of competitions there but you can get around it you know amateur golfers like myself and you are gonna need you know you need a couple of sleeves of balls to get full around just in case you know you you, you never like to see a bit of water or, or hitting a hitting a hitting a green surrounded by a moat so to speak so you need a two or three um, you need a couple of theirs as well, you know. If you go into the woods and go, oh, oh, I found it, I found it, Nate. Oh, actually, it's a, it's quite a good lie. And then, uh, and then I see you throwing it onto the green. So it's always nice to have a couple of sleeves. So yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe, maybe it's getting back to 
some kind of sport. Mrs. is coming with me. She, she's not a bad little golfer, to be fair to her. So, yeah, we're, we're going at, going about five o'clock this evening. Lovely. I um, what, what have I done sporting-wise? I, um, I did 50 kick-ups in uh, the garden yesterday. Um, 50 is very decent, to be fair. That is like... That is my challenge for when I can be bothered. Um, I would say it was my daily challenge, but I haven't mm. been going in the garden to do kick-ups every day. Right. Um, it's been three times a week, maybe. So okay. whenever, I'm, whenever I'm in the garden, got the goal set up now. Yeah. So just been doing a bit of shooting practice, but that can get a bit tiresome. Mm-hmm. So 50 kick-ups, that's the aim. Come back in, have me tea. That's, that's, that's what I've been having. Job done. Uh, Samba goals. You're not having a few a few strikes on there. Have you demolished it? it? Must have broken by now. I did. I got a bit carried away. I was doing mm. kick ups mm. and then volleys, so okay. trying to recreate a bit of Neves magic yes. and um, kind of split the net a little bit. Okay. So, so what? So what I've had to do is kind of get get another bit of net and kind of tie it. But I've made a decent job of it. You can't you can't really tell unless you. Go really inspecting. Tell you what, I can't. I can't wait to go go around the Edwards house. A bit of excitement. I mean, it's, it sounds unbelievable, <laughs> uncontrollable. Fifty kickups, you know, split split net, and and in for a bit of tea, you know, stroke the cat. What, 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 what more could you want? Absolutely superb. Um, I'm missing. I'm missing entertaining. I'm missing. Um, you know, I think. I think when when we get to see people, um, yeah. or they can come round to the house, then. Or even just into the back garden, I think. I think just a nice little barbecue. Maybe invite invite Mr. Edwards. Maybe his maybe his new wife. Um, Ooh. Uh, maybe get get a few uh, get a few of the old school round. Maybe maybe get spears and and and, and you know a questionable lass, which we'll we'll talk about later on. Whether that's a question later <laughs> on. Um, you know, get get a few of the old school back. What do you reckon? Get Hatfield in maybe. Oh, not Hatfield. Oh, no. I've got to get Hatfield in there. <laughs> no, yeah, get, up, get Hatfield love, in. Lo- loves a drink, mate. Loves a drink. Loves a bar. Loves a barbecue. To be fair to him, he does. Uh, Field and likes a drink as well. And uh, let's, let's, well, not go, uh, let's not go crazy. Everyone could come. <laughs> let's get Mikey in. Mikey Burrows, he's around the corner. We'll get him in. Let's get a couple of fans in, mate. Let's get a couple of fans in. Let's make it. Let's make it a live spectacular. Um, so yeah, so that that's nice. Um, what else have you been doing? Went to Costco yesterday. Uh, you, you, you've heard of Costco, haven't you? Is this one of these posh supermarkets? Just one second, Spears is just tweeting me. Let's see what he's tweeting me. It looks like a picture. It's always not great when you see a picture. <laughs> oh dear God. Honestly, <laughs> if I broadcast some of the stuff that he sends me, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. We'll both be out of a job. Absolutely <laughs> astonishing. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Costco's top draw, mate. Have you got a Costco card? No. Oh mate, it's superb! So you know it's kind of like um, buying in bulk, basically, but you get the VAT back on it. So at the end of oh, the year, but it's, like it's a... quite good. So you know, instead of one toilet roll, you, you've got to buy you know nineteen. You know. Well, people were doing that anyway. Yeah, they were. They were. But this is a lot cheaper if you, if you buy it. So so we went went to Costco yesterday, um, in in to go and buy a toilet roll, your washing powder. Um, you can buy like I don't know like toothpaste there's a few kind of like greens and nuts and things you can buy you know, which you're always going to end up going through but it's better just to just to get a decent a decent amount of them especially the, the situation at the moment so I thought of a smart shop yeah bought a lot bought a lot more than we imagined <laughs> £756 later oh Christ so so 
bought, I bought, ended up buying two bottles of Cristal Champagne, £155 each, to celebrate the end of lockdown. So I'm not oh going to drink them. Oh, my God. But, but, mate, I mean, you're champagne drinkers, and there's plenty of them in this podcast. Um, £155 for a bottle of Cristal is superb value. 2008. You're looking at about 250 uh, retail. So, you know, you're basically spending, saving 70, 80 quid a bottle. So for me... It's, it's a no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. So it's in the beautiful... It comes in like a nice little, um, like, gold, goldy kind of see-through cellophane. They're in, the, they're, in the, they're in the wine fridge ready to go, mate. So if you and the missus come round, then maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll pour a drop in for you, a small little drop, and then I can give you your, your Corona, whatever you want, whatever trash you want to, to drink, a Carling or a... Or a Echo Falls. A what? Echo Falls. <laughs> like, what's, an, what's an Echo Falls? Uh, it's, it's like five quid wine. I'll give you a top, mate. How's that? Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, whatever you're willing to offer, I'll drink. Uh, I'll I'll do that um, as long as you tell me if you completed your homework or not. Uh, is this on Michael Jordan? Yes, yes. I told you to watch the Last Dance. That was your homework. Did you complete your homework, Mister Edwards? No. No, of course you bloody didn't, did you? <laughs> Get to the back detention. Um, eight episodes in, mate. It is. I'm going to say it's the best sporting documentary of all time. That, that's, think, that's where I'm. It's absolutely amazing. I'm amazing. pretty sure you said that last week as well, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, it was one of the best. I think it's the best. It okay. is the best. It's the best now. Um, Got to watch it, mate. Anyone who likes sport has to watch this. For me, he's, the, he's probably, he's probably the, the best. and the, he's, he's, he's bigger than Woods for me. He's bigger than Ali. I think he's. I think Jordan's number one mate of all time, sporting greats for me. Ali, um, he might be, maybe not. Maybe Muhammad Ali could be up there, but I think, I think he's definitely up there for me. I think he could be my number one, to be honest. Mm. Oh, no, doesn't really do it for me. I don't know. I think you've got to watch him. You've got to appreciate it. You've got to appreciate. Documentary. Yeah, I've never really been that into basketball, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go eventually. Okay, okay. <laughs> what's your what's your what's your show then, mate? What you what you're on at the moment? Not a lot. Um, not a lot. Brilliant. Wait- I'm getting a lot back, mate. I mean, your first night no, no, has been disappointing, mate. No, come no. on. I'm waiting. I've been waiting all week for a Switch game that I ordered to come through the post. Uh, agonisingly waiting. It's supposed to come today, actually. It better bloody come today. It's supposed to come on Tuesday and it didn't. It's supposed to come yesterday and it didn't. So I'm getting a bit impatient. Um, I've ordered Super Smash Brothers and I, and I want it delivered now. You're now, is it? What's the delay then? You... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I ordered it from Curry's because it was free delivery, but then ugh, I should have just spent the extra few quid for next day. I know for next time. Mm, yeah. Does the missus play a little bit of computer games as well? Just you? No, not at all. Just, just, just me. Um, get it, get it. You know, a bit of Tetris or whatever, but nah, not, not, not majorly. Mm, I like a little bit of Tetris, mate. I like a bit of Tetris in the day. Mm. Um, Great, you're not into your cooking shows, are they? Great British Menu is very good, mate. I'm enjoying Great British Menu at the moment. A bit of Bake Off, like a bit of Bake Off. Well, so, so Bake Off one, so it's been recording for me the last couple of weeks, but it looks like it's the old episodes to me. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. They're doing, oh, a, lot, right, doing okay. a lot of reruns. Right, a lot of watched, reruns. I watched the first four, five, and then and then it says Bake Off's recording, and I go to it when it's recorded. Oh, yeah. Bake Off and Stand Up to Cancer. Then I'm watching it and thinking I've seen this. Yeah, and I the, go the back old... and it's like series one or something. Yeah, yeah, the, 
them loving them loving a ray run at the moment. It's just oh. all ray runs in it. The telly, that's that's a that's a thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, before we start the, the proper stuff, oh, this is the proper stuff. I've got, yeah. I've got to say, I've got to say, um, I've got to say a big thank you um, to to the Aussie Wolves. Um, I went to I went uh, had a, invited to go on their 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 fortnightly Zoom chat on Saturday morning. And uh, got to thank uh, Andy, Robin, and everyone who was on there. First of all, for, for inviting me. Second of all, to to coping with me for. I think we we're on there for about an hour and forty five minutes on Saturday, um, just chatting wolves and and uh, everyone made me feel very welcome and just had a good natter. And they, they it's a fantastic uh, fantastic story of what they do and the commitment they they kind of show on on lockdown, but also you know during the season as well and the links that they go to, uh, to 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 watch wolves, to listen to wolves, to to catch on with um, you know with what's going on. Uh, in you know at Molyneux and uh, I think I think you'll probably be doing doing a story or, or putting a feature together during the next few weeks um, with, with all those all those guys and gals. Yeah, yeah, I will be. Yeah, um, just gonna be gonna be calling them up soon. So uh, yeah, they'll be in the paper soon. The uh, the Aussie boys making yeah, all the noise. And and you know it's it's great, isn't it? And I'd like to maybe maybe do a feature going going forward on you know. Every every few every few episodes of different supporters clubs uh, throughout the world because you know especially with the podcasts and stuff you know we, we we obviously cater to to everyone not just the one people around the West Midlands but but you know the UK and, and we used to do uh, you know we used to give the figures of, of the different countries we have to bring that back and see who's listening all Ooh. over the world and uh, the supporters clubs that, that get together whether it's you know America Australia Timbuktu it, it doesn't matter it, it's great and and the fact that you guys keep on listening week in week out. You know, we had another two and a half, three, three and a half thousand, you know, last week as well listening. It's fantastic. So if we can give you a little bit of insight, a little bit of joke, a little bit of light relief during this time, then then we're doing our job. So so thank you very much to for everyone to you know to keep listening and, and hopefully you know sending you sending your questions and and let us know where you're from and we'll we'll give you a call maybe and, and have a, have you on the podcast at some point. So right, right, Joe, right, 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 right. Wolverhampton Wanderers. The players, apart from one, which we'll get onto later, are back at Molyneux. They are back training. Uh, look, this is... Um, I'm still a little bit sceptical, I must admit, about the start of this season, but I'm, I'm a little bit more encouraged than I was this time last week. Joe Edwards. Yeah, um, Compton, shall we say. You said Molyneux, we need sorry, some excitement. Compton, sorry, um, But yeah, they're back. It's individual training, and... It's different, obviously, to what they would have been doing before. Um, now shooting drills, now kind of passing, none of this this and that. You're on a separate pitch. Um, you can run with a ball at your feet if you want. You can maybe shoot into an empty goal. But it's it's all separate pitches. You're, train, you're training alone. You're travelling, obviously, alone, in your own kit, taking on, wash it, come back the next day. Um, so strict kind of social distancing measures in place. Yeah. Um, no questions over player safety. Every single kind of thing is being poured over to make sure that the players aren't at risk. If they were at risk, they wouldn't be at Compton. Um, you know that player safety is, you know, is is taken care of. Um, you know, the, these these players are back at Compton. But they are still adhering to very, very strict social distancing rules. Mm. Um, backroom team have been tested um, okay. this week uh, for coronavirus. Uh, early one this week as kind of uh, as, a, as a trial for, for ahead of the players uh, doing it. So 
so the, the backroom team, how it kind of works, it's kind of a drive-through situation. I think you know what, what that's kind of like. Um, albeit, I don't know if they're taking the paint off the side of the cars in the process. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me, I've got to go. I've got to visit a car garage in Sully Hill tomorrow uh, to go and see how much it's going to cost me. Oh, um, so hopefully they're not having as much trouble as you did. But it's a kind of a drive-through. You have a mouth swab, you have a nose swab. Send send off send send them off and then I've you had get a few swabs in my time. <laughs> I'm sure you have, um, and you get the results back in 24 hours or so. Okay. Uh, um, the players will be doing this. Um, it's planned for early next week, um, okay. so it'll probably be Monday, Tuesday, and the kind of the results of that is kind of dependent on whether a, um, a, a return to kind of small group training can can happen or not. I don't imagine it'd be. Right, we've got the results back. Let's get let's get going. Let's let you know they'll they'll still be very kind of wary of what they can and can't do. But um, if if those results come back and they're all they're all fine and as that as they should be early next week, then you know the the kind of forward planning can then be put in place for a, a return to small group training and then hopefully after that proper training and then games. Okay, um, so so uh, you know, regard with regards to a a start date, so to speak, and I know there hasn't there hasn't been one that's, that's been formally announced, but we do understand that that with and discussions will be going on that 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 the clubs need at least two to three weeks minimum before they're going to be up for playing a game. Uh, so can, can you see if this even does start it being mid June now, absolute earliest, and if it does. The neutral ground situation. Can we see? Can you see more chance now of of a home and away scenario to, to finish up this season? I, th- I think our home and away um, should be done. Really, I, I mean, I know the talk about neutral venues, and I think it is to kind of ease the strain on emergency services if possible, and try and avoid kind of well built areas. I think like highly populated areas. But if you were to do that, you'd basically be wiping out all the London grounds. You'd be—I mean, the, the, there's not a lot of grounds really that aren't in built-up places. Most yeah. of them are. It, it's like you're only looking at you now some of these kind of big stadiums on the A roads, but the ones but that kind Molyneux? of speak. What about Molyneux? Molyneux, you can. Molyneux, can you can kind of you know get to a, a vantage point. So would would they have to almost um, put huge banners or, or some kind of a block on them so you can't see into the ground? I guess, I guess so. These I'm are, just saying, you know, like yeah, there's, I think there's all Bournemouth kind of... might be the same. Maybe, maybe I'm getting that wrong, but there are there are a few though. There is a smattering of of grounds that you can, you know, because they're they're not fully enclosed. That that and people will try. And and this is the, this is the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever you play, if you can't control, if you can control inside, but you can't necessarily control all of outside, uh, depending on policing. And, and, and you know you can't take people away from that. So the, uh, this will be one for, for for discussions for people you know at a, a higher pay grade than us. But that that's definitely something that they've got to consider. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot will depend on how the Bundesliga pans out. Yeah. Of course, that's getting back underway this weekend. Um, it's a bit on the Express and Star site actually from um, Rob Kelly um, via. I mean, he did an interview with Wolves Heroes, Dave Inston, of course, former Express and Star reporter, and um, still kind of heavily involved with the club. Um, 
He's the assistant coach at Fortuna, Dusseldorf. Mm. So if, if if Wolves if Wolves fans are looking for a Bundesliga team to follow, maybe Fortuna's the one. But um, are those the, the boys? Are they? The Fortuna boys, yeah. The Uwe um, Rossler's the manager as well. So it's on TV. I assume some of these games. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna think, watch. You're gonna watch. I mean, I think they're on BT. Football. I think okay. they're on BT. I don't okay. think I've got BT, but oh, I'll yeah. give you my code, mate. Fine, you can. You can <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot will depend on how those come come about because these these Bundesliga games are being played home and away. They're not being played at neutral venues, so it's a major league. They're the first major league to get back going, and if they do so with relatively few issues, then I think the Premier League will look to follow suit. I'd be interested. Are you excited to see German football? I must admit, I don't watch a lot of German football um, in season or out of season. I don't know whether I'd watch it or not, just because it's on. Would you? I think I would. I think I'd watch it. Be yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd be like absolute must watch. Mm. Um, anything like that. But it'd be nice to see a bit of football on the box and a bit of quality football as well. I think some of the other leagues had kind of started up, and I think a lot of people were tuning into the South Korean League last week. Yeah. Uh, to watch some ball nil nil draw. I mean, I ain't bothered about that, but. Mm. Some actual quality German football, if Bayern Munich are playing or Dortmund are playing and Jaden Sancho and all those bunch. Sure, then, sure. Yeah, maybe give it maybe give it a watch. Give it ten minutes, give it a chance. Be strange watching it um with no fans in there as well. I know I know plenty of people watch the watch the Olympiacos game and kinda of got a bit of a taster, but this is gonna be the norm now for the next six months, probably. At Unfortunately. Least, probably. At least, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean until there's a vaccine, you can't you can't let fans in. I don't think unless you do it in in uh, in stages. That you know you may well have a situation maybe towards the end of the year where you know a, a thirty two thousand Molyneux is has got I don't know two thousand in because of social distancing measures. I don't know. That's just hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, in terms of having a full Molyneux, that's going to be a long while. Certainly is, which is such a such a shame. I, I guess I haven't come to terms with it yet. Until it, I don't think it's sunk in properly until I guess we we restart football that we're not going to have fans in for such a long time. You know, this, the, the game is is for the fans. It's all about the fans. It's nothing without the fans. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a very very strange six months. It's probably going to be a very very strange eighteen months to be honest. Um, with 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 everything that's going to change in and and football and and, and sports in general, but. You know, we've got to go with the times, and this is uh, this is this is here to stay. Unfortunately, it is, and I think you've got to try and look at silver lines if you can, especially on a player's point of view. I think Spatter John Ruddy uh, this week will be hearing a bit of that in a bit, but um, asked him about kind of how and away does it make a difference, even if there's no fans, and mm. he ideally wants to wants the games to be played at Molyneux because even if even if there is no fans. You know, the, just a little nuances, knowing the changing rooms, sure. obviously having a feel for the pitch. Um, yeah, your dimensions. And your di- stuff. Yeah, you, you, you know that spatial awareness. You, mm-hmm. you you've got that familiarity. So, you know, the Wolves players make no mistake. I think they'd certainly be playing there than at St George's Park or where, wherever else. But um, so hopefully the German league, because I think what happens there will have a big bearing on everything else. Mm-hmm. So if the, the Bundesliga home and away games go ahead and as planned, without any major hitches. Hopefully we'll see that uh, in the Premier League. 
I mean, you know for a fact that whether it's Germany or England, that someone is going to contract it, you know, in the next few weeks. It just, it, I guarantee that'll happen, you know, mm. when they start or not. And it'll be if if the league has started or when the league starts, whether it's the English one or, 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 or Germany, you know, when it starts this weekend and, and before the Premier League, how they, how, how they go with that. Because there's going to have to be um, plans written in, you know, regarding that, whether a player goes down, whether it's isolation, whether it's individual isolation, whether it's team isolation, whether it's a, whether it's a postponement of a fixture, whether you've got to then fit it into an already packed schedule. Uh, there can't be too many more delays once it's started. I don't think they're going to stop, start, stop, start, do you? No, I think getting it restarted is one thing, but getting it all finished yes. Um, once it has restarted is another. Just because it's restarted doesn't mean you know, they're, they're out of the woods. And um, yeah, it, it's going to have to be a steady kind of progress for, 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 for several weeks and a couple of months to get the season done. So... Um, it's still a big ask, and just because football, once we have a return date, I mean, we're still waiting for one, doesn't mean necessarily that the season will, you know, be played out. Um, so, you know, obviously, you're looking for that silver lining, you're looking for a bit of excitement, and once there is a return date, there is cause to be excited, but at the same time, I think there's just a, a, a need to be a little bit cautious, and it's just because there's a return date, it's not the be all and end all. Yeah, um, but you know, like I say, the players are great. I, I must be happy to be back. I must be happy to be um, returned to some kind of an inverted commas normality. But like we said earlier, Joe, one player who is not back, who is still training from home, um, we've got to discuss it. It's obviously the big story of the week. It's Morgan Gibbs White um, breaking lockdown. You know, it's really disappointing. I know you've got a lot of views on it. I've got a lot of views on it. Before we, before we. We, we go into it. Um, I'm actually going to read you a question from Richard, from Matthew Kirby, who actually sent an email into the podcast about, about Morgan Gibbs-White. So um, it's a little bit long, but it is, it is interesting. He kind of raises a few issues, part of which we'd, we'd, um, we're obviously going to discuss, but I think um, I think he, he obviously conveyed his feelings um, very well. So I'm going to read it. Here we go. This is from Matthew Kirby. Hi, Joe and Nathan. Hope that you're keeping well. Just watched your video, read the article about Gibbs-White breaking lockdown rules. Sure, this will be a topic conversation on Thursday Potty. As you know, we'll get a few questions regarding this. Firstly, really disappointing. Um, as you said, the club have done such a good job in genuinely supporting both locally and further afield through Foson, as well as doing the right by the club staff, something that, again, makes you proud to be a Wolves fan. I think that Gibbs White has really let himself and the club down here, uh, going somewhere to undoing the great work that the club has done and continue to do. Rightly or wrongly, if I was told that a Wolves player had broken these rules and had to guess who it would be, my first response would be Gibbs-White. While, like many, this news annoys and frustrates me, I wonder if it's part of the reason, in in bigger picture in terms of thought process lifestyle, to point to as why Gibbs-White has underwhelmed in the last 18 months and appears to be failing to meet the potential we believed he would. We don't really know the players, and it's largely unfair to judge based on what we know, but Gibbs-White has frustrated many fans over the last 18 months due to the fact we feel he is capable of more and should be having a greater impact on the squad slash team. We all see the players on social media and Gibbs-White comes across as someone who likes to experience the trappings that football brings. No problem with that as footballers earn what the club are prepared to pay them and take their fair share of revenue that football creates. However, 
You wonder if Gibbs White is fully focused on the football. His performance and development over the last 18 months suggest that he may not be fully focused. It may be, it, it's been mentioned before that praise received after the Chelsea game last season put more pressure on him or potentially went to his head. Has this praise just made him think that he's made it? It'll be interesting to see what happens with Gibbs White in terms of his future with the club. I think the fact that he's done this on the back of the other players such as Grealish and Kyle Walker falling foul makes it worse in some ways. The fact the party was in London, some 120 miles away, also goes further against him. We're all fed up of being in lockdown, unable to see friends and family. I suspect the club and Nuno will take an extremely dim view of this and suspect that it would affect his future or could affect his future at the club. I also suspect that most fans will be happy to see Gibbs White moved on after this. Also interesting to see what the rest of the squad feel about this, given that we assume have been, they've been self-isolating and minimising contact to avoid the virus, while Gibbs White has been out partying this week before the squad get back to Compton. Thanks, Matt. Matt Kirby, um, thank you very much for that. It's a long, it's obviously a long email, but I wanted to read it out because I think he, um, he, con- he, he opened up a lot of a lot of questions and a lot. He conveyed a lot of thoughts and uh, did it very articulately. Um, what do you think, Joe? I mean, fair play, Matthew. Um, it's obviously a disappointing, um, a disappointing result. It's disappointing to see him put himself out of there, especially with the amazing work, like you say, that Wolves have done off the pitch. And, and Wolves players just don't do this. It's, it's all about the other clubs. And uh, I understand what he's saying, that it doesn't surprise me as Gibbs why I was still very surprised and very disappointed to see those uh, those pictures earlier on in the week, Joe. Yeah, I was still surprised, and I, I do think Matt makes some good points um, about the fact that he's he's travelled to London, which is of course, you know, a couple of hours away. Um, so so that that's that's obviously something against him. And I mean, yeah, I, I've seen a few say we were all young and we've all made mistakes, and that is true. Um, but I, I said it in my comment piece, and I'll say it again. I, I think Gibbs White has been around the first team fold. For long enough now to realise that he's got a he's got a a responsibility to to represent Wolves on and off the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you don't just wear the shirt and play play at Molyneux. You you've got to you've got to carry that that honour uh, yeah. and that privilege of playing for Wolves. Whether it's exactly, it's, you say very, exactly right. It is an honour and it is a privilege. Yeah, it's an honour and a privilege to play for Wolves and. You know, not many are able to get in that position, and with it comes, you know, different way, a different way of life. Um, you know, say ten years ago, uh, in the non-social media age, Gibbs White could have done what he did, gone to a party um, in London, whether he was there for for ten minutes, ten hours, whatever, he could have done that and probably got away with it, mm-hmm. but. It's not. It's not the world we live in now, and especially as a professional footballer, it's not the world you live in. All you've got to do is be photographed once, um, whether it's a deleted Snapchat video, as it was in this case. It's already out there, and all it takes is one person to get the phone out, take a picture, and that's it. And um, you know, the, you could sympathise with with Gibbs White in some ways, but at the same time, I think he's I think he's old enough, really, and I think he's wise enough to know that. He shouldn't be doing that, and he's been caught out. Um, what's happening now is a is an internal investigation in, into this. We're not expecting a club statement from Wolves at the moment. We're not expecting uh, Gibbs White to come out and say anything either, or at least he's not being told to 
uh, come out and, and say anything. Um, but what will what will happen is that it'll be it'll be looked at, and it won't be a quick decision. I don't expect it'll be a snap of the fingers. This is what happens. I think they'll be keen to look at it in detail. And what won't happen, he won't be sacked or let go. Because um, I know a few have been calling for that on social media, um, and they rightly feel let down by Gibbs White. And I think, or, or, you know, it goes without saying, everybody at the club um, and, a, and a lot, a lot of us as fans and as, as whatever are disappointed. You can't help but feel disappointed. Um, and people have said, let him go, release him, sack him. That, that's not going to happen. Um, what he what he has done has gone against Wolves' values of helping wherever they can during lockdown. But in the same breath, releasing him and cutting him loose would also go go against those values. Um, uh, uh, we want to see more from him. Um, it, it, this has got to be a massive kick up at the backside. It's got to be the last chance saloon now because um, he he hasn't performed on the pitch when he has had the minutes. He's had injury troubles. Yes, okay, that's. It, that 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 can be you can't necessarily apportion blame on him for having injuries, but you can apportion blame for for uh, going out out on partying with reality TV stars when when the country's in lockdown. So he won't be let go. He'll be they'll try and stick by him and make sure he sees the error of his ways, and hopefully comes out the other side. But just as he as he was all to blame for going out during lockdown, it, it's all on him now to make sure he puts in the work to try and prove people wrong and realise this potential that he's shown in fits and starts because this, this past couple of years, bar that Chelsea game, bar that Spurs uh, sub-appearance, I think it was, yeah. there's been very little. Let, let, let's be honest. you know the, he's, he's had plenty of opportunities playing as a, as a number 10 in behind Diogo Jota and Raul Jimenez, who are two of the best strikers around. So you'd think he would be getting some sort of goals or assists. He hasn't. It hasn't happened, and now is the time. I think you're looking for someone to have a kick up the backside, realise how how privileged they are. Hopefully, this will be will act as that because Wolves. He's been at the club since I think it was nine, eight or nine years old. So Wolves do have a duty of care, and they will. They will. They won't look to just cut him loose, cast him aside, and say, "Right, that's it. You're done." Um, they will support him, but he's got to put the work in. He really has to make sure uh, that he that he that he realizes that potential and can put this behind him. I I I agree. I I think you've you've you've, um, you've summed up very well there. It's it's a delicate one, and I understand he's been with the club. Since he was a since he was a nipper and and he's, he's and he's risen through the the ranks and I think that will help him. However, you know, Foson not too bad about that. You look at the players and the staff and and the people who have been there. For, you know, they, these players they, these people have left the club. The staff have left the club. You know, we're, we're under new new ownership now. They are ruthless. They will get mm. rid of players. They will get rid of people if they don't fit in. You know, you look at the likes of. You know, a phobie, gone, sell him, get the money, sell him on. You look at Barry Douglas, gone yeah. from nowhere. You look at um, Laurie Dalrymple, gone. You know, whether it's whether it's staff, whether it's, um, you know, if they're not fitting into the into the regime or it's not working out for them, then then they are, they will not, 
they're not going to wait around. They, they want the best of the best of the best. And if you're not on that train, if you're not ready to go, then there's not going to be a lot of time there. He's been silly. He's been a silly, silly guy. He's been a silly boy. And he'll be hurting back at home. Yeah. When all the players, whether it's whether it's segregated or not, are back at Compton, he's at home, you know, like a misbehaved kid, which is what he's acted like. He's acted like a little kid, unfortunately. He's, he'll be hurting, and he has got to prove it. The timing could not have been worse for Gibbs White. Like you say, he's had 18 months where he's underwhelmed, really. You know, he's had a couple of games. One of them was when they were getting stuffed by Spurs, really, and then they came back and didn't quite happen. You know, he... Like you say, he had a decent game against Chelsea, but he has underwhelmed. And he has got to, got to, got to not only, you know, improve his game, but he's got to win the crowd over. And if the crowd are on you, it's very difficult to turn that around. You know, and and I think that's the issue he's got. The timing, like I say, was horrendous because he's he's obviously had a poor 18 months. The, the, The fans were kind of down on him. You know, going into this break of lockdown from from a performance point of view, I know it sounds silly, but you know, even everybody's trying to hang on to some kind of football. You watch the FIFA, you see Jota winning all these all these champions, <laughs> and then he puts himself in the firing line in this competition and gets beat beat three nil, um, and it's it's the tiniest thing. But it, people see and go, oh, you could see some of the comments that happen, and that's what that's what fans are like these days. You put yourself in the limelight. And then you're there to be shot at. You know, these pictures come out. They're not good pictures. They really aren't good pictures. But, you know, when, you, when you're in these trappings, like you're saying, you're dating these celebrities or whatever, and, you know, you see not only that, there's YouTube videos that are out there of them driving and, and eating and, and, and playing the games. And there's nothing... You're not doing anything wrong in there, apart from driving 120 miles to London. So, you know, it's, that's, that's there in, 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 in lengthy 17, 18, 19-minute videos. But he's, he's not helping himself come across that way if you're going to knuckle down and really get and try and try and get into this into this team. Because for me, and, and, and the argument was, well, if Neves had done this or if Jota had done this, would he be getting the same kind of treatment? Probably not. However, they wouldn't have done it because that's not in their in their nature. You know, so you can't really argue it. That's not what they're going to do. But he has got a hell of a task on his hands to get back into this setup. He is a talented guy, and I think some colleagues are higher on him than others. Being completely honest, 100%, and you know, people might people might disagree with that. I don't think he's good enough. I honestly don't. With the way that Wolves are going, and if they're going to be there going forward, I think I've seen enough that I don't think he's up to scratch. Now, that's up to him to go and prove me and the rest of a lot of other people wrong. He can do that. He can do that. Adama Traore would have been sold for probably half the price for some people at the start of this season. Let's just get nine million quid and get get gone. I'm not having him. And look what he's done. So Gibbs White, with the age, and he is only 20 years old. So he has got the world at his feet. But 20 years old is not is not 20 years old 10 years ago. 20 years old is getting on a little bit these days. You've got to be there and you've got to be doing the business. Because at the moment, you look at 16, 17, 18-year-olds and they're the future now. And 20 can become 22 and 23 very, very, very quickly. Very quickly. And it's up to him whether he wants to be, you know, in this in this squad and in this team and going to European football 
or he wants to be a big fish in a small pond in League One or the Championship. Because because there's only one way he can go. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've, you've summed it up perfectly. And jo- you, you can be Jordan Graham or you can be Raul Jimenez and, and Ruben Neves. You know, the, the, he can go either way here and it's up to him now to prove people wrong, to prove, to prove the fans wrong, to prove me wrong, to, to, to prove and show the faith that Nuno's had in him because he'll be hurting Nuno. Yeah. And, uh, and look, it's all on him. He will come back to, to Compton whenever. It might be next week, might be the week after. And he has got to hit the ground running. And he cannot, like you say, cannot get into any more bother because otherwise he will be bombed out 1,000%. Yeah, you talk about a career crossroads. This is the very definition of that. He's 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 got he's got a choice. He goes one way or he goes the other, and um, he's got to be very careful. He's got to be he's got to be he's got to be he switched on. He's got to switch on. He's got to get down, get get his head down, get get knuckling down, and realize what an opportunity playing for Wolves and playing in this team is. Mm-hmm. It's um, this is a team going places. You know, we're talking six in the Premier League, um, last sixteen in the Europa League. This team is going from up and up and up. Gibbs White has been at a plateau for eighteen months. Yeah, and now he's gone to a low. He's gone yeah. to a career low. So if you're looking on the on the in the silver lining on the bright side, surely he's hit rock bottom. The only way is up. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, as walls continue to rise, he'll get somewhere towards that level. Yeah, and I understand it's difficult, you know, when you when you're on the bench every week, or then you maybe out, you miss out on the squad, and then you're coming on and you're making a start, and then you're coming on for ten minutes, and then you're back in the twenty threes. It's very difficult to make an impact. Talk to me about Phil Foden. Phil Foden does that. He's done that for the last three years. Pep keep, keeps talking himself up, you know, that he's going to be a big part, and then he only plays the odd game here or there. You don't see, you know, but he's one hundred percent focused, and you know he is. So. There's lots, like I said, there's two ways he can go. And let's hope, let's hope that he goes, um, you know, he, he goes the right way. Because I wouldn't sack him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. You know, I, we, we've discussed many times that we think a loan would be, would be great. Um, you know, a.k.a. Harvey Barnes. And, and look where he's going now. He's, he's, he's in that front three for Leicester and he, he's won his place. His place sorry. So, so it's up to him now. And, um, you know, I don't think we'll be discussing it too much more in the future. You know, we've kind of done it now. We've done two or three. You've done a really good comment piece about it. We've obviously taken a long time to discuss this. Let's now hope that when he gets back and he integrates himself back, let's give him some support and let's see what he can do. Yeah, well said. Okay, right. Uh, moving on. So, uh, Mr. John Ruddy, you had an exclusive interview um, with Mr. John Ruddy, uh, goalkeeper extraordinaire, uh, obviously number two to, to Mr. Rui Patricio. You asked him a, a lot of questions um, um and, and um, the, the interviews are going to be in the Express and Star over the next few days, I think, Joe. Uh, yeah. We've got a little bit of a snippet here, a little bit of a snippet, uh, an exclusive snippet from, from the audio talking about player contracts and, and how that's going to work this season because obviously that is, is a much talked about, about point um, and also his own contract. So, so here's that audio with, with Joe interviewing Mr. John Ruddy. You know, the season hasn't finished um, yeah. and... You know whether it's it's me or anybody else who who is out of contract. The fact of the matter is, you're committed to the club for the season. Then, you know, unless a player turns around and says, "I've already got a pre-contract agreed with someone," then I don't see anybody arguing the fact that they they should stay at the club until this season has has come to a conclusion. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's, I guess, a bit of a, an unprecedented time for, for people who are, like, you know, coming towards the end of the contracts. I mean, is, has there been any, I know we've you spoke about it a bit early on in the season. Is there any more you can say on that, or are you just you know focused on on your day to day work for now? No, yeah, look, the the club has have the option, uh, so it's in the club's hands. Um, you know, and, and like I said, I'm more than happy to stay for the remainder of the season, and and then it's up to the club to to decide what's best for them. And I think the situation we find ourselves in now um, with with this pandemic is is that a lot of clubs are going to change the way they're thinking because there's not enough time really to put things in place for for next season and and for players as well you know you have to be you have to be mindful of the fact that sometimes you you might have thought about making a decision that might change now because of everything that's happening so you know that's this conversation that that as and when things and the ball starts rolling, if you like, then, that me and the club can sit down and speak about. But you know, I'm very relaxed um, as I have been all season with with my situation, and I'm sure the club are feeling the same as well. Thank you very much, Mr. John Ruddy. Uh, look, he's he's a fantastic club guy, and he's he's a really good keeper as well, Joe. He's keen to play on. Um, you know whether his contract expires or not to win the season he says that the players have got an obligation to finish the season and contracts should kind of um, be extended until then I, 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 I think most of the other players hopefully will agree I think there's some people who will be a little bit tentative I, I, I can see where they're coming from as well on his own um, on his own contract Joe he kind of kind of alludes to the fact that he's it's, it's in Wolves' court now you know that they need to Offer him a contract, um, and and then it's up to him to decide whether he wants to continue uh, going forward or, or or see what other offers are going to be on the table. Yeah, well, they have a one-year extension in their favour. Of course, his contract would end on June thirtieth. Um, I mean, Premier League clubs have agreed that that these out-of-contract players will be extended in line with whenever the season ends, and. Woody's response on that doesn't surprise me at all because he's the consummate professional and says, "Well, if I'm needed until August first, whatever, then I'll then I'll play." Oh, one second, we've got. Oh, uh, hello, we've got we've the got dog. Some, eat. some dog banter. One second, just uh, bear with me. One second. <laughs> you, you keep on talking, mate. Um, but you, you've got Ruddy there saying he'll he'll carry on for whenever the season ends, and then it's it, then it's in the in the club's hands and. You also mentioned in there about clubs potentially changing their approach and, you know, rather than looking what's out there, when they've got very limited time, you don't know what kind of state the market's going to be in, yeah. kind of keeping stock and having a look at what you've got. And um, to be honest, in what what Wolves have got in Ruddy, I don't think you're going to get a better number two um, in terms of experience, in terms of actual ability, in terms of being a, a senior figure in the dressing room that everybody likes. I mean, everybody speaks so highly of Ruddy, yeah. um, not just because of his of his of his training methods and things like that, just because of the general person he is. He's just a stand up bloke. I mean, you, you have, I mean, I had that chat to him there. He's he's just a he's just what you see is what you get with Ruddy. He's, he's just a nice all round nice guy. Sure. Um, and if if you read. Is it really worth going the trouble if Ruddy is made an offer and he's happy with that offer? Um, he's happy to stay. Mm-hmm. Is it really worth going to the trouble of looking in the market, perhaps paying money yeah. and decent money for a goalkeeper that 
in the grand scheme of things, is going to be number two to Rui Patricio anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're making a very bold move of getting the keeper in and then putting Patricio on the bench, which, to be honest, unless, you, unless you're like a Liverpool or a Man City, which Wolves, in the grand scheme of things, would like to be, but aren't quite at that level yet, then... You know, you, you're not you're not relegating Patricio to number two. No, no. So no. Um, it's um, it, it's. I think you know it, we'll see what happens. Um, but Ruddy, obviously, very relaxed on the situation. He's open to to being approached by the club. He's not he's not one of these guys that'll say no, no, no. I'm doing my own thing. I'm I'm going here. I'm going there. It, of course, he'll give Wolves the time of day. Naturally, he'd, he'd want to play more games because. He's a top keeper, and I think he'd walk into most championship teams, if not some other Premier League teams. To be honest, you know some some of the some of the lower down Premier League teams would take him in a heartbeat. You know, having that having that experience, um, so it's uh, it, it's it's he's the only one who's out of contract at Wolves that that is you know that is worth noting really. Bright Enabakari and Phil Fossaway also out of contract, but they haven't played for Wolves for years, so. Um, it's it, it, it's a situation that is ongoing, um, but Ruddy opens the talks, and uh, once the ball is rolling, as he says, once the season gets back going, then I think they'll have a sit down and see where they're at. Yeah, and and uh, like he alludes to, alludes to there as well, is that this short turnaround that could be for between the end of this season and next season could could help him if if he wants to stay at the club, um, could help a lot of players. You know, there's not going to be a lot of time to to get players in. Or it's might it might drag on until you know, but you might you might be five, six, seven games in with the transfer window open. We really don't know. So so that could help a lot of players uh, um, get getting new deals, albeit one year extensions. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's diff- it's difficult to see uh, how free agents should look at it really because free agents, you know, more teams may be cash strapped and be looking in the free agent market um, after this pandemic or you know once football resumes or. They just these players could be in even more danger of, of disappearing into the ether. To be honest, if they if they revert clubs, um, so it, it's it's a difficult way to look at it. I think you know it, it wouldn't. It, 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 I think Wolves could do you know far far worse than than Ruddy. I, I think he's a very safe pair of hands. He was fantastic in that run to the FA Cup semi-finals uh, last season. I mean, he didn't have one of his best games in the Carabao Cup earlier this season, and he admitted that himself against Villa, but then against Besiktas, he was just steady as anything. So he'll want more games, and if Wolves carry on in competing on multiple fronts, he'll get some games. So as long as that's enough for him, um, I don't see any reason for him not to stay around. Absolutely. Cheers, Joe. And uh, thank you, Mr. John Ruddy. Uh, like I said, the... the the majority of that interview will be in the Express of Style over the next few days. Right, we've got questions. Questions to finish off the uh, the podcast this week. Are you ready? Are you ready, Joe? Come on, hit me. Okay, hit me, baby, with your rhythm stick. Lynx Wolf says, uh, would you give up, oh, Nathan, would you give up sports journalism for another crack at TV? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Reading out the birthday cards on uh, Nickelodeon yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of Sabrina, a little bit of Rugrats, mate. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, sports journalism TV doesn't. You have to give up sports journalism to to go on TV. You know, you could, you could hopefully um, uh, do both, so to speak. So, I mean, look, I mean, you know, if, if the opportunity presented itself somewhere down the line, and uh, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to maybe go back on the box. I'm not sure that um, 
and most of uh, most of the Wolves fans will be happy to see to see my ugly mug up there. But you know, a bit of banter, mate, a bit of banter. Um, maybe we maybe we could maybe we, this uh, this podcast could go on TV, mate. We could put it TV time. Maybe we'll put it on YouTube next week. What do you reckon? We can start Ooh. recording it. Maybe a little bit of filming. Oh, maybe, maybe, we'll, mate, maybe we'll see that. We'll see that. See if the people would like that or not. Okay, Paul, okay. Paul Mansell, uh, how's the running training going? Uh, good, mate. Good. Um, uh, so I went to. Uh, I found. I found my quickest route now, or route in this country. Route, say. route. It's, um, the, it's Warsaw. I know. I know. You've got an American missus, but it's route. Are you sure it's not route? It's route. Okay, mate. So I found a quick route, <laughs> and uh, it's. Um, it's. I'm embarrassed. I can't really pronounce this. It's the Warsaw. Is it Arboretum? Arboretum. You, got, you ventured down to the Arboretum. So, mate, so I'm driving half an hour out of my way Bloody to go hell. to because you can because the uh, the park run down there. Um, is, is like one of the flattest in the country. In fact, it's the nineteenth flattest park run in the in, in the in the country. So of course. Um, uh, so I've gone down down there because we're having like a little bit of a tournament. And uh, yeah, I ran last night actually and got my quickest five k time of the of the season so far in twenty two minutes thirty eight. Nice. Which is not bad. Not bad for a big lad. Uh, so um, yeah, going there. Probably another 15, 20 seconds probably left out there, but it's good. So. So Joe, I expect you to uh, to meet me half halfway. It's probably about the same distance for you. Are we going to fancy a little a Walsall Arboretum five uh, k uh, next week, mate? What do you reckon? Oh, well, mine going to the Arboretum actually. I used to go in, uh, used to go there for bonfire nights as a kid. So oh really? Yeah. I yeah. tell you what. What the Walsall the Walsall Illuminations, mate. That. There's some questionable people around there. Um, um, not a lot of social distancing going on with some. I'm sure. No, I can yeah, you're not in the same family. I guarantee you're not. But um, yeah, get yourself down, mate. It's good. It's good. Flat. It's flat. It's really good. I can't say I run with you the whole time, but you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be close by you for the first ten or fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be lagging behind. It's good, mate. It's good. It's good. It's good. Flat course. Uh, so, um, I, do you know what I thought about when I, on a European away trip, getting like a little bit of a running club together for people who um, who fancy joining me in the morning? I did that little running tour around Barcelona. Um, when we refer to the Espanol, but I thought, you know, like every away trip in Europe, maybe if we go back next season, maybe a, an early morning 7 a.m. With, with some of the fans that can meet me outside the hotel and we'll do a little 5K. But oh, then yeah. people are going to be drinking, aren't they? The last thing they want to do is, is see me at 7 a.m. I'll do, um, while you're doing that, I'll uh, do an early morning Mackies get together. Um... <laughs> early morning, mate, yeah. I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you'll have a few more recruits than me, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Um, Roberto says, uh, "What team are you following in the Bundesliga? Surely it has to be Wolfsburg." Well, I think you've, I think you've, you've explained. Fortuna, that, Fortuna, yeah. Dusseldorf. Come on, Fortuna, Fortuna, not Fortuna Cologne. No, 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 Fortuna, Dusseldorf, Dusseldorf. Uh, at King Wolf eighty four, how amazing are the Wolves women and their challenge through May, Joe. Well, <laughs> it is quite, it is quite mental, honestly, what they're doing. So, um, so what, explain. So. From Compton, Wolverhampton, yeah. obviously, to Compton, California. They're like covering that distance across the age groups. Um, 5,331 miles, that is. Um, so so it would be the, the main women's team, the development group, and then I think it's from under 10s through to under 16s. Yeah. They're going to be doing it, whether they want to do a run, do a cycle, rowing, whatever. And then they send all that whatever their distance is to somebody who keeps an official record and then okay. they're trying to 
get to this five five thousand three hundred and thirty one mile uh, tally. Wow, um, it and all of it's going to be in aid of uh, Compton Care as well. So fantastic cause. I mean, Wolves we mean had their uh, season cancelled, didn't they? Which um, unfortunately, Absolute and nightmare, uh, that that was a that was a shocker. But um, you know, they they're they're dusting themselves off. They're doing an amazing thing for charity. So uh, yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, it's absolutely superb. Um, just going here now. Let's have a look. Um, ba, 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 ba. So, so yeah. So you can go on to the um, uh, Wolves Women Girls Compton Challenge. Is the is the um, is the is the is the URL Wolves Women Girls Compton Challenge. Uh, Giveapenny dot com. That's on. So yeah, amazing, amazing challenge. And uh, let's have a look. Fundraising total so far is. £2,814.50, uh, which is superb. And um, so I'll give you the full URL giveapenny.com forward slash wolves women, wolves women uh, and girls Compton challenge. So we'll put that out there as well. I'm sure we'll put um, a couple of links out there with the podcast. So please give generously. Um, fantastic, fantastic challenge. Okay, here we go. Um, Chris kind of we've kind of given um he says what what are your opinions on the sort of punishment uh, Wolves should give out to Morgan Gibbs White uh, I'm I'm sure there'll be a, there'll be some kind of like a, a donation and um, and I'm sure get fined weeks you know weeks or months wages probably one of the maximum fines I would have thought but that that's just up to up to Wolves and and it'll it's going to be it's going to be an in-house matter isn't it Yeah I'd echo echo that completely yeah probably it's going to be probably something monetary um and yeah we'll see how that pans out Tom Davis says, uh, "Hi both, hope you're well. Uh, and if we do play to if we do play to the end of the year behind closed doors, how different do you think the Wolves team will look? Could we have seen players make their last appearance in a Wolves shirt?" Uh, I don't know. There's going to be interest, isn't there, for for some of them in the summer? Um, it's just whether it's it's enough to entice them away from this special project. Um, I think we've mentioned a few times. The one would be Jimenez, I guess. He's 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 twenty eight now, coming twenty nine. And if if there would be one that that'd look and and think, you know, that if he doesn't make make the move this summer or at the very latest the next, then that big move wouldn't happen. But it's just whether the clubs come in for him and make a serious enough play and make a, a an offer that that is at the level that Wolves should accept. Um, I think the will. I think the will have the resolve tested for one or two. I think it's inevitable because mm-hmm. Wolves have been fantastic for for two years, really, uh, in the Premier League. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. I don't think the squad will be majorly different by the time uh, fans are back back in Molyneux. Hopefully, it'll be a few new faces uh, that, that we'll get to see. And um, fingers crossed, most of the uh, the main stars will still be there as well. Yeah, I mean, look, if, I think it's. I think it's a win. Now, if if they can keep everyone next season, will we'll be absolutely fantastic, fantastic, yeah. and uh, I do think it'll be one more season that they'll keep them. I think they'll have to lose one or two potentially um, at the end of next season. And just thinking out loud, it's a shame because if let's say a Neves or a Jota or a Bolly or, or a Jimenez do go next season, what a shame that that, that fans might. Only get maybe a few months at best of seeing them live again in yeah. person. That's the sad thing for me with with all of this uh, going on around from a footballing point of view. Is that some of these superstars, if they don't go in the summer, let's hope they don't going into next season. 
you know, by the time fans are allowed back in the game, we might only have a, a couple of months left. It might only be a few games. And then you've got the Euros that they're playing in there. And then that's when a lot of the your superstars, if they have good tournaments and crazy money, you know, you could see potentially moving on, depending on how Wolves have performed, of course. If they've finished in the top four and in Champions League football, then, then they might be able to keep, keep them all. But those are the sad things when it comes to, to thinking about the future, not just, not just uh, the short term, but the long term as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you could see Jota and Neves having a great Euro 21. Mm-hmm. 21, I pathetically couldn't you? So uh, we'll see how that pans out. Sarah says, uh, if the Premier League does resume and finish at neutral grounds, where are Wolves finishing in the league? About where they are, I think. Um, they, they haven't had any trouble, whether it's been Yerevan, Armenia, or... <laughs> Braga, or I mean, they've been everywhere, haven't they? They've, mm-hmm. they've, they've travelled the globe this year. They've been they've been to what should have been an empty ground, but was actually rampacked full of kids in Bratislava. Um, they've they've actually played in front of a of a you know behind closed doors game um, at Olympiakos. I know it's only one game, but it's it's one more game than most other teams. So uh, I, I, I don't think it'll phase Wolves. They, you know, they're, they're as professional as anyone, and I think they've thrived in most settings so um, I'd imagine them to be about where they are now um, yeah it would would only take a couple of losses for them to maybe slip a few places in the table but you know 6th, 7th I think that's where I kind of see them finishing yeah um, I think these merit table of points per game have, have Sheffield United if the season didn't finish um, finishing above Wolves and Wolves down into 7th I think if I think if the season if they did get a full season out of it and let's hope that they do I can see them probably finishing seventh. I don't think Sheffield United finish above them, but I can maybe see one of the chasing pack finishing above them. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I actually think that they'd probably finish in seventh. I mean, I'd love them to finish in in sixth or even fifth. But uh, they've they've got some winnable games. They've also got some difficult games. Um, and seventh should be enough uh, to get European football next season. However, there's no guarantee. Again, there's there's so much that needs to take place with the Europa, with the FA Cup. Uh, there's a load going on, but but I think I would say I would say seventh. I would say where they are now too. Um, a Mars Music Show. A question for both of you: Have either of you had any experiences with with questionable lasses inverted commas? This is uh, this is due to uh, our, our former colleague Mr. Spears's uh, tweet um, just, just discussing uh, Morgan Gibbs White the other night and uh, saying we've all had questionable lasses or something along those lines uh, in times where I had some questionable lasses when I was younger or questionable choices so he did use the phrase questionable lasses which I, I thought was hilarious <laughs> did you have any, had any questionable lasses in your career? Oh <laughs> putting you on the spot baby and your missus is working from home isn't she today as well? <laughs> yeah. Excellent she is. Um, No No Never <laughs> yeah, come Never on. No. <laughs> just just you, you're a one woman man, aren't you? One woman man. Yes. First girlfriend and last girlfriend, and she's your Indeed, wife. Indeed, yep, there we go. Uh, that's a question. That's a I'm. Oh, dear. Oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't even begin. I couldn't begin. I couldn't begin. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably one for the podcast, the live podcast. Um, I'm trying to think of. Some, no, I can't. No, I can't do. I will tell you what, though, I could. I could go on for hours because of the cracking <laughs> stories. Um, I'm trying to think of any. No, 
maybe next time. I tell you what. I tell you what. Let me think if it's if it's if it's worth doing, and I'll, I'll, I'll ask me again next time. I'll try and get a couple of good stories. There's one cracker at Borough, but I'm not sure whether I'm legally bound to say it. I'm going to have to do a couple of searches. <laughs> right, OK. Um, Andy Matthews, what's your best score on Popmaster? What's Popmaster? Never heard of I'm, it, Matthew. Uh, no, I saw this question. I, I was also stumped. I don't know what it is. Let me have a look. Popmaster. 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 Here we go. What's this? <laughs> Sounds your cup of tea. Never heard of it, mate. No. Never heard of it at all. Very crazy. Well, our highest score then is zero. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Crazy, crazy sounds. So, never, so, never heard of it. Never so heard there, of it there you go. Okay. Um, right, next one, next one, next one. Let's have a look. Who we got? Oh, my internet's gone at my home. Let's hope that this is still recording okay. It says it's recording at the moment, Joe, so fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, let's have a look. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, we There's one from Jack. If it, Go on. If, uh, Jack, uh, Jack, his teach, or whatever, however you pronounce it, saying, much being mentioned about what they're going to do are re-season tickets for this season. Obviously, kind of anything for next until this one is finished. Oh, yeah, um, good question, yeah. Yeah, good question. We kind of touched on that last week, and it's still the same so they're exploring what they're going to do mm-hmm. um I, I, you know i think some sort of you know uh reimbursement is on the cards i think it's just being decided exactly what that will be okay a few other clubs have gone with their details i think albion did mm-hmm. um i think I think Norwich did as well, and then a fair few fans were saying, "Well, you can keep my money; I don't mind," and yeah. stuff like that. But um, yeah, Wolves yet to announce what they're going to do, and I don't think it's anything that's imminent either. I think they're just kind of, you know, that something is in the works. But uh, just keep your eyes peeled for that. Interesting, interesting. Uh, a couple more then to finish off. Um, trying to find any. Let's have a look. People are saying Andy Hodgson. Curse the Wolves calendar strikes again. Morgan Gibbs White is Mr. May. And Ryan Bennett is Mr. February. Uh, is, he, is, he, is he out of contract as well, Bennett, in the in the summer, Joe? He's not. He's not now. Um, okay. I just kind of checked his situation actually earlier this week um, as to whether he's still kind of doing Leicester stuff. And he, he is. Because um, I just wondered if if players that are Lownies may well just be doing stuff with a with their parent clubs for mm, now. Mm. But um, no, he's just waiting for instruction from Leicester at the moment. Um, of course, he had to play for Leicester um, and it could well turn out that he doesn't play a game for Leicester at all before coming back to Wolves. But um, he's not out of contract at Wolves. Um, so I think he has another year to run. So, okay. uh, so yeah, it could well be that he, that he comes back to Wolves in the summer and ends up back in the Wolves squad um, but uh, yeah for now still at Leicester still working to their instruction good stuff uh, finish off with Howler then he said I wouldn't ask it but I'm asking him I said the first 13 questions and you're going to get you're going to get a response uh, uh, Joe who has the nicest arse me or you Ooh. oh um, I'd probably say you because you do a bit more kind of gym work maybe you do a bit of squatting action do like a squat I've got a uh, decent tush. I've got a decent tush, mate. To be fair, I'll, um, I think I'll let you have have that one. To be fair, I, I think, think I think I think you'll have a I decent ass, mate. To be fair, no, I reckon I reckon yours. I reckon I reckon yours. Yeah. 
Uh, my bum looks bigger sometimes than I am. <laughs> what a way to end the podcast. Oh, I've got to finish it there, mate. I've got to finish it there. Oh, dear. Uh, right, um, I'm going to go and play some golf, mate. I'm going to try and, uh, try and, try and hit a few balls, and uh, I'll let you know how I'll get on next week. Been a pleasure. You started off slowly, Joe, um, but I think, I think you rose to the task. You got your enthusiasm back. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. Uh, sorry if we went on a bit too long. Uh, it's an hour and six minutes in, but but so much to talk about. It's a, it makes a nice change, doesn't it? Uh, let us know what your thoughts, everyone. Give us a tweet. Reply to one of our podcasts. Say what you think. Say what you liked. Say what you didn't like. And uh, you know, it's your podcast, guys and, and girls. So so let us know. And if you've got any suggestions, then then we'll, we'll try and incorporate them next week. Uh, Joe, have, have a great weekend, my, my friend. Um, mm, enjoy you too. it. Get the barbecue out. Um, get yourself to Aldi. Get some sausages, mate. Get them on there. And um, I will. Um, I'll, I'll speak to you next week. From from myself, from Mr. Joe Edwards. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Take care. Bye bye.